Well, we are here with our second episode of Chamber Live, Nicole. I think we're on a roll. We're excited. We have a great guest with us today. We have Brandon Crouch, owner of Hunka Junk Hauling. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming out here today and talking with us on our second episode. So well, con- congratulations on uh, your, your podcast here. It's wonderful. You have a beautiful studio. Uh, you have a great setup. So yeah. um, once people uh, start coming in, you guys are going to you're, you guys want to kill it. It's yeah. Good. Well, we're excited about it and, you know, getting to talk to you and other members of our chamber members, but also just learn what's going on in your in your business, in your world, yeah. catching us up on things. In the junk world. In the junk world. Yeah. It's it's a it's a junky world out there and somebody's got to <laughs> clean it up. Well, that's true. <laughs> and they call Brandon. There, there is a lot of junk out there. There's a lot of people who like to uh, collect things mm-hmm. and they like to collect a lot of things and keep... Um, latch onto them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second generation has to say, we don't want this. Yes. And they call you to... To declutter. And donate it or take it to the recyclables. Or... We take it to wherever mm-hmm. the most appropriate place for it mm-hmm. to go is. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about what you, about your business. Yeah, sure. So uh, the name of our company is called Hunka Junk Hauling. And we were the original junk removal company here in Iredell County. My wife and I started the business uh, five and a half years ago. Um and with that, you know, we were, I, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I've always wanted to own my own business, kind of start my own thing. Um, but I never knew really what I wanted to do. Um, I'm a registered nurse. I still work uh, in that field, uh, do a lot of traveling. Um, so that has a lot to do, like health care and junk, just go hand in hand. <laughs> Not really. No, they have nothing to do with one another, So, which is also nice. I do something that's totally different mm-hmm. than when I do um, – um, as a profession. And now I guess I'm actually a professional junk remover. Mm-hmm. So, um, but my wife looked at me and she goes, I got it. There is a need for junk removal in our community. And so we did a little bit of research and looked on it. So I was like, okay, well, I wanted a truck anyway. So here's a good reason to buy one. So, uh, the first year I did all the, all the junk removal advertising, everything on my own. Um, and I realized that there truly was a need in, mm-hmm. in this uh, town. And my wife was like, you know, I didn't think this was going to be like a full-time thing or whatnot. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, no, my name's on the truck. My name's on the business card. So if they call, we're going to be there and we're going to do it. So I did it after work. I did it on the weekends, late nights. Mm-hmm. She would be helping me. She's never let me forget that yeah. <laughs> um, on some of these jobs. Um, but then I realized... Um, uh, there is something there. So I wanted to build on that. And then through the help of family and friends, it has grown. Uh, we've been voted the best junk removal sanitation company in Iredell County the last two years in a row, which is actually the only two years of that category. I was going to say, didn't you uh, lobby for that category? Well, I called and uh, they asked if I wanted to be part of it. And I said, well, I'm not a sanitation company. I'm junk removal. Mm-hmm. You know, is there any way you could add like a caveat to, mm-hmm. to, the, to the category? And I said, well, sure. Why not? Yeah. So that that's how that came about. Because it is very different. I mean, people don't think sanitation and junk removal. Right. I mean, they're in the same space, but it's very different. It too. is very different. Like, we don't come and pick your trash up right. weekly uh, in your trash cans and something like that. There, mm-hmm. there are services out there that are better suited for that mm-hmm. than we are. But um, so we've grown, and I have an incredible team that helps me. Um, my guys, uh, they work hard. They do a great job. They care about what they do. Um, they respect our customers' property. Um, they're professional, and we're quick, efficient, and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of biased, but I do think we're the best. <laughs> so with your service, do you is it not just about junk removal? Do you do some organization? Because I can imagine that 
for so, some of these businesses or or owners or property management companies that you work with too mm-hmm. that there's got to be a little something more done other than just so we don't um we don't specialize in organization okay. uh, there are other folks out there that we work with mm-hmm. uh one lady's name's uh, julia oh, um, yeah we've done several jobs with her now she will do the organizing I and mean, what we do is we come in she'll call us we'll come in we'll declutter we'll mm-hmm. take all the stuff that they're not going to mm-hmm. need anymore and then she'll go and do all the professional organizing nice. oh, that's okay. good that you partner out with yep. other businesses so then that that homeowner that person that business is really left with some use of the space correct and there's nothing else that they need to do they can just mm-hmm. enjoy and i do think that that is a part of mental health because For sure. removing that clutter mm-hmm. certainly feels a lot better than mm-hmm. you know, living in it well and and i'm sure everyone has seen the show hoarders mm-hmm. okay and i used to watch the show hoarders and i didn't really understand it even being in the healthcare field i didn't really mm-hmm. truly understand that is a mental disorder mm-hmm. But now when I go into these homes and I see, and I see just unfortunately, um, for lack of a better word, the filth that people are living in, and it's not because they want to, it's Mm -hmm. because they don't, they can't let go. Mm -hmm. They don't, if they had the choice, they wouldn't be living there, but Mm -hmm. they feel like they don't have a choice Mm -hmm. and they keep things and then they have Mm -hmm. the animals. And so it, Mm -hmm. and and, and the crazy thing is, is he may not even know it from the outside of the house, but Mm -hmm. when you if you can get the door open. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, I've learned through families that, uh, you know, the uncle or the grandmother or whatnot wouldn't even let people in, mm-hmm. you know, holidays, they'd always meet them outside. And I thought, why are we not going in the house? Right. But that's why mm-hmm. they're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it truly is a disease mm-hmm. and a disorder. And uh, you just feel so bad for the, the person uh, and the family because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't even know. Like, yeah. And yeah. then they feel this whole... Uh, shame that mm-hmm. they should have known mm-hmm. they should have come in there they should have done something before now before it got out mm-hmm. of hand but but that's why people like us uh mm-hmm. and our company is there you know to help relieve that burden mm-hmm. uh from you and from your family so what's the most unique thing you've ever gotten to do uh the most unique thing mm-hmm. oh gosh let's see uh i can tell you the most unique thing that we ever came across mm-hmm. so far okay uh and that was someone's remains oh <laughs> So we, so we were doing a, uh, we were doing a job. Okay. And uh, yeah, good story. So we were doing a job and, um, the guys were like, Hey, uh, there's this box beside the bed. Um, and, and, and and it's in a cremation thing. Uh And I was like, Oh no. So what had happened was, is they lived in this house, husband, wife, wife's best friend from childhood whatnot Mm -hmm. come to live with them they had a whole guest suite built for her she lived there by herself Mm -hmm. i guess mingled with the people the owners the friends and whatnot and she passed away she had no family Mm -hmm. so i went to the homeowner i knocked on the door this was on a saturday and i had the box and i opened it up He, he opens the door and goes hey i said uh sir um we have found victoria and i went like this he goes well, she and I were, weren't really that close. Oh, no. And I said, well, sir, you're closer to her than I am, and we can't throw her in the landfill. And I just sat her right there <laughs> oh, no. on, the, on the little stool Bless. beside the door. So, yes, wow. that would be the most. Um, when you said remains, I was thinking bones. So that's a little less. Well, I'm sure I you... guess it's. <laughs> But well, still. we didn't open it up and look, no. but oh, yeah. she she was she was in there, so oh, that was interesting. We wow. have come across someone's coffin, 
Oh, wow. They actually had a pine box made for them to be buried in. Okay. I've heard of that, though, before. That's kind of common, I think. Or you can buy it on Amazon. Have it ready to go. (laughs) But the family chose not to bury them in that. But um, They kept it. They did keep it. I asked if I could have it because it's a great Halloween prop. Sure. Um, (laughs) I bet you do come across some fun, unusual things. There's a lot of unusual things. People are very interesting. (laughs) People are interesting. So I can imagine some of the things. Things that you come well, across. and some of the things people hide in their bedrooms very interesting. <laughs> you could write a book one day. You could, you could you write a book. Should totally do that. You know, like, <laughs> that could be your retirement plan. I'm gonna write a book about my junkin' days. Those well, yeah, or you know, have a podcast maybe of you know, oh um, yeah, junkin' stuff, or yeah. you know, you just never know. But speaking of junkin' stuff, do y'all remember that? That was in Statesville. Uh, gosh, probably I'm 43, so 30, 35 years ago. Do y'all remember that store? Mm-mm. So there was a store called Junk and Stuff in Statesville. It's over there on Front Street, uh, down from uh, where Shops Up Front is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it's a family dollar there now, or it used to be, or mm-hmm. maybe it's another. Any rate, so yeah, it literally used to be called Junk and Stuff. And my grandmother would go in there <laughs> all the time. And now I'm thinking, like, did that plant a seed? Like, <laughs> maybe you just is had... this her fault? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to. I'm going to be the person that doesn't let anybody, that gets yes. all that stuff out that mm-hmm. my grandma bought. I'm just going to be the junk king of Statesville. Oh, yes. that could, you should totally do that. Well, I don't mind it. I'm the Sanford son of Statesville. There you I go. don't mind it. There you go. <laughs> so what are your, some of your significant milestones or achievements that you are proud of in the last five and a half years of your business? Uh, well, actually, um, just starting a business period, mm-hmm. you know, having is, the courage to do that, mm-hmm. um, having the support of family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that first customer, Betty Sue Doty, I see her all the time. <laughs> uh, that first customer that believed in us to do just to do the work. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, I've never I've never been asked that question before. That's a good question. Buying my first truck, mm-hmm. being able to pay for it, yeah. uh, having a business that is sustainable that I don't have to finance myself. Mm-hmm. Um Having the first customer review, mm-hmm. uh, being able to buy another truck and a dump trailer and another dump trailer, um, having my wife and family tell me they're proud of me, oh, you know, yeah. that that's, those are, you know, massive milestones, you know, having that thousandth customer service, you know, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. we're close to 2000. Uh, I was going to count that actually before I came in here, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, all those things. Seeing, uh, you know, riding around town and the kids see the hunk of junk truck mm-hmm. or a hunk of junk. And I'm like, Daddy, it's hunk of junk, you know. <laughs> so those are all little little proud moments. Um, yeah. Being, doing some stuff like we did uh, earlier with uh, some local charities, Rainbow mm-hmm. Kids and the Iota County Partnership. And, um, gosh, uh, helping with Yoke Fellow. I was going to say, you're doing Yoke Fellow mm-hmm. right yeah, now. You're doing, doing a food, food drive. Food drive. So, so actually, please, if, you, if you're in the... Um, uh, Statesville area, please drop by the Cedar Stump Pub in Statesville, mm-hmm. Troutman, Red Buffalo, mm-hmm. uh, Greenbrier Grill, um, Genesis Fitness, mm-hmm. and Statesville Dance. Those are all drop locations for non-perishable food items for the entire month of October okay. until November the 4th. That'll be our last pickup day. And so uh, we did that last year just for one day, and we were able to um, uh, get over 2,000 servings that day to donate to Yuck Fella, wow. which was awesome. Wow. And so we're hoping to at least mash that or go beyond that. So if you could, uh, there's a lot of hungry people yeah. in Statesville, and it seems like there's more of a need right now than I can I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you find even one can of something or a box yeah. of cereal, even baby wipes, right. you know, all those things are in need. Mm-hmm. So that's another, another avenue of hunk of junk that I never thought mm-hmm. Um, when we started this business, what we could do to help give back to the community. Mm-hmm. We've bought bikes a couple years mm-hmm. for 
uh, Fifth Street mm-hmm. for the kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And so as long as, you know, if I win, everybody wins. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I can help in any way and we can we can make it happen, that's what we try to do. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, and just to have, just to mention, again, the, the community opportunities that you mm-hmm. involve yourself with. Is there any reason or rhyme to who you choose to operate or, or work with or as far as provide some benefits to or? Um, just is it really just seeing the need that are where, where, that we see a need? I mean, we, I know a lot of people. I was born and raised in Statesville. Mm. I raised a family here. Um, my business is here. All of my, you know, immediate family lives here. So uh, this is, and I'm, you know, I have children that are going to grow up here. So, um, you know, you're trying to leave a mark. I don't say legacy. That might sound a little pompous, but you know, you're trying to do something to give back. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're we're very blessed. You know, my my wife has a great job. She comes from a great family. I have two full-time jobs, um, and we have two beautiful, wonderful, happy, healthy little mm-hmm. twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to, to, to give back. Um, a friend of mine, uh, one of my best friends, Kevin Head, is a, he works for Easter Seals, mm-hmm. and he's involved in multiple programs around in the Iowa County. Mm-hmm. Partnership for Young Children is near and dear to him, so he pulls me in, and we mm-hmm. do stuff together for that. Uh, I've known Leanne Darty basically my entire life mm-hmm. with the Rainbow Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, me, and, uh, Tim and Jody Belcher, I've known since I was 18 years old, mm-hmm. and obviously we do a lot with the Rainbow Kids mm-hmm. Ride and Run. Um, so, so I like to help give back with that. Um, I've had family that lived in Fifth Street, so uh, mm-hmm. fell on hard times. So um, I enjoy giving back to that. The American uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. one of us has a family member, friend, someone that yeah. unfortunately has um, taken their own life. So giving back to that as well is, is a big part mm-hmm. um, of what we try to do. Um, I mean, obviously we can't support everything. Right. Uh, trust me, if I hit this $1.7 billion, there's going to be a lot of life I know, change. we were just talking about that earlier. <laughs> okay, I'll be able to support a lot more local get charities. Those, get those Powerball numbers. Yes. How about some challenging moments in your business that you've you've had to overcome? And, and, and you know, could you give some advice or lessons learned from that challenge? Yeah, uh, challenging. Oh boy, let's see. Well, there's just not enough time in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, taking time, don't be too consumed, which is very hard for me. I'm, I'm very much a perfectionist mm-hmm. in certain aspects. I want us to be the best. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best. I'm a very driven person. Mm-hmm. I can't stand losing, <laughs> so <laughs> um, to a fault. Um, but take time. Don't be too consumed uh, mm-hmm. with what you're doing. Take that. Uh, time and spend it with your family mm-hmm. because you're not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you can't answer every customer call, you can't get to every job. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, you, those precious moments that you do spend with your family, they could be gone. So even with your, if you're, you know, you have a side hustle, um, I would recommend anybody who has ever had an idea or a dream and you're like, well, I got this full-time job or I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I don't recommend, I'm not one of those guys who says, hey, you should quit your job. Okay, (laughs) figure it out and then go do this. Okay, but you know, dabble in it. Mm -hmm. Start a side hustle and see what happens and let it, let it grow, let it uh, create and don't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's it called? Failing forward, falling forward. Yeah, There's mm-hmm. a book about that. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to take a risk. And don't li- also don't listen to a lot of family and friends. Because, <laughs> well, because they will steer you in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of naysayers out there, mm-hmm. a lot of cup, half empty, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but surround yourself with good people, positive people mm-hmm. uh, that are going to uh, 
encourage lift, you yeah, to succeed. You and, and lift, lift you. you. Yes. Yeah. Rising tide lifts all ships. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, I would, I would recommend just try it. Do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, if you, and if you don't succeed, it's okay. You know? I've got a question. Yeah. So you're marketing an orange truck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why orange? Where'd that come from? A good question. I have no tie to orange. Okay. <laughs> um, we picked, I like bold. And um, I like loud. I like monster. What's it called? Is it called guerrilla marketing? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but orange is eye catching. Mm-hmm. And so there's obviously the the number one junk removal franchise in the country. The world's actually when a hunter got junk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're blue. Um, and I thought, well, I'll just go with orange. I almost went with like a Carolina blue because I'm a Tar Heel fan. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to do that. So I just went with something different. And so we went with the orange and the blue, and I thought the colors looked good together. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. And I my wife it. said, okay. I love it. It looks really good. It, lo- it is eye-catching. It looks really and good. And she named good the job. company. So this that's that's her. We had a lot of people that like the name, so mm-hmm. that's her creation. So it's her It's her fault we have the business, and it's her fault we have the name. So, you know, she did a great job. I always see when I'm driving, you know, just random places, I'll see a hunk of junk uh, dumpster bin. Yep, mm-hmm. Or a truck driving down the road, or I've seen a few billboards and yes. just, but they're always in the most random places. <laughs> Good. And I'm just like, oh, look there. You look there. <laughs> that's right. You just so, never know where we're going to yeah, pop up. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we, um, we're just about out of time here, but, you know, one of the things that we always ask is, you know, to help us and help our businesses know, like, what, you know, why are you a business member of the chamber and how can you tell us how this might have made an impact on your business? Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's important, number one, being a, a member of the chamber to help you get connected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it helps you um, be involved in the community, mm-hmm. helps you get to meet and network with other people that you mm-hmm. would never thought um even existed, even there's other Man. companies in right. town and what they do. And it's just a way to get out there mm-hmm. and get promote yourself, promote your business, but also you get to meet someone else that does X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z that you didn't know that you can go, oh, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, we do this. Um, and, and the chamber does a lot for the community. Mm-hmm. So just being involved is, is very helpful and being plugged in. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I can't do all the things I'd love to do because I still have <laughs> a real full-time job. Um, but, you know, maybe one day I can I can do more. But well, you do a lot now. Yeah, we're grateful I, I, for I, you. Mm-hmm. I, I try, yes. Y'all were wonderful for Friday After Five this year. If people Thank don't you. know, that's one of our biggest events that's not just big from a perspective of attendance but just from a putting it on and the Mm -hmm. labor part of it and y'all really came through for us to help us with our setup and breakdowns because that's the part that's the hardest Mm -hmm. of the entire thing it is uh the party is the fun part. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything, the prep and the cleanup, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's the challenge. Most people don't know how early we get out there at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. Right. And they don't know that we don't get done until 10.30 at that's, night. They that's just, correct. They're like, what? And we're picking up trash in the dark, and we're cleaning the park, and we're putting all the stuff perfectly back into the trailer for John Childress, if he's listening. Yes. Because <laughs> if it's not right, we hear about it next time. But, you know, it's just a lot of those little things that go into the details of events and programs that we do that we, you know, that we appreciate y'all doing that. Well, thank you. And yeah. uh, we, we enjoy doing it and we appreciate yeah. it. The opportunity. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Brandon. Well, thank you guys for having me. And if you guys uh, are listening, want to look us mm-hmm. up, you can see us on Facebook, hunk of junk calling on Instagram, hunk of junk calling our websites, ready for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you can call me at 704-657-6778. And yes, that is me who answers the mm-hmm. phone.
So fantastic, and you can see them out and about mm -hmm. in beautiful orange trucks. That's right. Thank you. Super fun. <laughs> Thank Super you. fun. We really appreciate you coming on today and sharing with us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And congratulations again on what you're doing here. I think it's fantastic. We're excited. Good. You should be. This is awesome.